Good morning for Monday, October 9th, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump and GOP Senator trade salvos. President issues terms of a deal over dreamers. And Pence leaves game after 49ers players kneel. In today's national headlines, competing projects led to safety breakdown at Penn Station. Las Vegas Sheriff grapples with a maddening case, and Gulf Coast feels lucky all it got was Hurricane Nate. In this morning's business headlines, a costly boardroom battle at Procter & Gamble. As global economy thrives, stability is a concern, and 37 years on, McGruff is still gnashing away at the bad guys. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Charles Blow. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Washington by Jonathan Martin and Mark Landler. Trump and GOP Senator trade salvos. Senator Bob Corker, the Republican chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, charged in an interview on Sunday that President Trump was treating his office like a reality show, with reckless threats toward other countries that could set the nation on the path to World War III. In an extraordinary rebuke of a president of his own party, Corker said he was alarmed about a president who acts like he's doing The Apprentice or something. He concerns me, Corker added. He would have to concern anyone who cares about our nation. Corker's comments capped a remarkable day of sulfurous insults between the president and the Tennessee senator, a powerful, if lame duck, lawmaker, whose support will be critical to the president on tax reform and the fate of the Iran nuclear deal. It began on Sunday morning when Trump, posting on Twitter, accused Corker of deciding not to run for re-election because he didn't have the guts. Corker shot back his own tweet. It's a shame the White House has become an adult daycare center. Someone obviously missed their shift this morning. The senator, Trump said, had begged for his endorsement. I said, no, and he dropped out. Said he could not win without my endorsement, the president wrote. He also said that Corker had asked to be secretary of state. I said, no thanks. Corker disputed that account, saying Trump had urged him to run again and promised to endorse him if he did. But the exchange laid bare a deeper rift. The senator views Trump as given to irresponsible outbursts, a political novice who has failed to make the transition from show business. Trump poses such an acute risk, the senator said, that a coterie of senior administration officials must protect him from his own instincts. I know for a fact that every single day at the White House, it's a situation of trying to contain him, Corker said in a telephone interview. Still, even as he leveled his stinging accusations, Corker repeatedly said on Sunday that he liked Trump until now an occasional golf partner and wished him no harm. Trump's feud with Corker is particularly perilous given that the president has little margin for error as he tries to pass a landmark overhaul of the tax code, his best and perhaps last hope, of producing a major legislative achievement this year. If Senate Democrats end up unified in opposition to the promised tax bill, Trump could lose the support of only two of the Senate's 52 Republicans to pass it. That's the same challenging math that Trump and Senate Republican leaders faced in their failed effort to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. This is the second front-page story. 
reported from Washington by the editors of the New York Times. Pence leaves game after 49ers players kneel. President Trump reignited his feud with the NFL on Sunday by telling Vice President Mike Pence to walk out of a game in his home state of Indiana after nearly two dozen players from the visiting San Francisco 49ers knelt during the playing of the national anthem. Pence documented his early departure in a series of tweets and an official statement issued by his office. On Twitter, he declared, I left today's Colts game because at POTUS and I will not dignify any event that disrespects our soldiers, our flag, or our national anthem. While Pence portrayed his decision as a gesture of patriotic principle, it had the appearance of a well-planned, if costly, political stunt. He doubled back from a trip to the West Coast to take a seat in the stands in Indianapolis, where the 49ers, the team most associated with the NFL protest movement against racial injustice, were suiting up to play the Colts. After Pence issued his statement, Trump said on Twitter, I asked at VP Pence to leave stadium if any players kneeled, disrespecting our country. I am proud of him and at Second Lady Karen. For Trump, the vice president's walkout keeps alive a dispute that has proved popular with his political base, even if he's drawn criticism from the NFL and some of its owners for being divisive and politicizing professional sports. On Sunday, a spokesman for the NFL, Joe Lockhart, declined to comment. Some criticized the walkout as transparently premeditated. Manipulation of faux patriotism took new turn today with VP Pence, Pre-planned early exit from Colts game after 49ers kneeled, then tweets. Norman Ornstein, a resident scholar at the conservative American Enterprise Institute.